So I'm going to plug that I think we all need to learn how to run the board because if John's not here or we had an emergency last night and had to take Robbie to the doctor, so I'm not here until service because only Brent and I know how to run the board. So it would be great if everybody else... What? <laughs> if if you guys could take the initiative, that would be fantastic. I agree. I agree. I've mentioned it a few times, but I don't know like who. You gotta talk to John. God, thank you that we can be here this morning. Thank you that you get here safely. Um, help everything to go well with the service today without our normal sound man. Uh, and um, just guide us um, and uh, lead us as we lead the congregation in worship. And um, just thank you that you give us this opportunity and that you are willing to meet with us here this morning. In Jesus' name I pray. Thank you. 
Your goodness is running. 
Over this and over this and over this. I'm gonna play it really, really loud.
couple came to Bethlehem Expecting child They searched the inn To find a place for you Were coming soon There was no room for them to stay So in the manger filled with hay God's only son was born Oh, hallelujah 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 Shepherds left their flocks by night See this baby wrapped in love A host of angels led them all to you Was just as the angel said You'll find them in a manger bed Emmanuel and Savior Hallelujah Hallelujah Bethlehem, the wise men three came many miles and journeyed long for you to the place at which you were. Their frankincense and gold and myrrh they gave to you and cried out, Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Baby boy would grow to be a man and one day die for me and you. My sins would drive the nails in you. That rugged cross was my cross too. Till every breath you drew was hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah,
Yeah, I mean, in the actual, I guess, when we actually do it, as soon as you're ready to start, you can start on the second one. Alright. As soon as I'm ready. Because the rest of us don't do anything until... So you're in... 
sit here for a moment and yeah. introduce the band. Please. On keyboard. Take a look at the Please, Daniel. well it's not. Daniel. baby boy who's come to earth to bring us joy and I just want to sing the song to you goes like this the fourth the fifth the minor fall and the major lift with every breath I'm singing hallelujah hallelujah Bethlehem, expecting child, they searched the inn to find a place for you were coming soon. There was no room for them to stay, so in a manger filled with hay, God's only Son was born, oh, hallelujah, hallelujah.
baby boy would grow to be a man and one day die for me and you. My sins would drive the nails in you. That rugged cross was my cross too. Still every breath you drew was hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, this one goes out to Stonewall Jackson.
sound out there, Brent? It's, it's as good as it's going to get, right? Alright, anything else? Brent, that's a wrap. If you could hit PB mute.
Beginning to the Christmas.
I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, thanks to Big Sean Forrester. Yeah. It's not simple yesterday. No. Yeah. 
It's either a violin or a trumpet. It's something. I Good morning. So glad to have all of you here on this first Sunday in Advent. Yay, it's almost Christmas. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe, yeah. No, it is, it is the time that we prepare our hearts and minds for uh, Christ. And so what a joy it is to be in this presence and to welcome all of you and those who are watching on Zoom at home. Uh, we're glad that you're part of our service as well. Uh, a couple of announcements. I have quite a few of them. Uh, the missionary support team is going to be doing the Christmas card exchange uh, December 5th, 12th, 19th. Please bring your cards and place them in the box in the kitchen. And then there's a donation for missions um, if you'd like to make one. Uh, this is uh, where we get to do the cards for everybody, and we put them in the kitchen, and then the missionary support team will actually put them in the box. So um, that'll, that'll be starting next Sunday. So uh, please, uh, if you have any questions, see Georgine. Uh, other announcements? Um, we do still are doing the Christmas cards for those who are not uh, able to attend our services anymore, uh, any longer for, for whatever reason. And um, 
So those Christmas cards um, can be placed in the basket in the back. And next Sunday is actually the last uh, Sunday we can do that. Also, our annual congregational meeting will be December 12th. Um, after, immediately after our morning worship, and all members are encouraged to attend. Um, and then the scripture and sermon topics for Advent, they're, they were listed there in the, the newsletter that we sell out, uh, sent out, and also on the um, little, um, what, what do we call these? <laughs> Pamphlet? No, it's not really a bulletin. Inserts that without a bulletin. Yeah. Yeah, it's just very simple. Tells you what's going on. But um, in that, uh, we're doing uh, this Christmas the characters of Christmas. So today we're doing Zachariah and Elizabeth, then Mary and Joseph, the shepherds, and then the angels. So we're all getting ready for uh, that, you know, our preparing our hearts and minds for Advent. Now, today's call to worship is a little bit different. Uh, This is the first Sunday of Advent, and this is about hope. And so from Psalm 121, it says, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. And so this candle that we light today is Celebrating that hope, that hope that Christ has um, for us. And all we have to do is believe in that. So let's pray. Gracious God, we seek you everywhere with expecting eyes that invite us to see the hope in you and in the world today. Amen. Good morning, everybody. So looking around the church, I somehow get the impression that it's Advent season, um, and it looks, it looks very nice, um, but we had a Thanksgiving song we wanted to do, um, that I wanted to do, because I, it's a song that I think that we've done before, but I think it really goes well for Thanksgiving. So we're going to do that first, and then we're going to switch the page over to Christmas. If everybody could please stand. Yeah, you can and, do that. And sing, and sing loud.
time for some Christmas. <laughs> Heard about this baby boy has come to earth to bring us joy. I just want to sing the song to you. Like this, the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall, and the major lift. Every breath I'm singing, Hallelujah! 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 Bethlehem, expecting child, they searched the inn to find a place for you were coming soon. There was no room for them to stay, so in a manger filled with hate, God's only son was born, oh hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
heart that nails in you that broken cross was my cross to steal every breath true words hallelujah 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 As we go to this time of prayer, prayer and praises, let me share with you, um, we want to keep family of uh, Ethel Betts in your prayer in the death of her husband, Keith, who passed away on Friday, and so uh, the service will be on Wednesday at the Buses Funeral Home at 2 o'clock. Visitation will be uh, at Buses Funeral Home that Wednesday from 1 to 2, and then on Tuesday night uh, before uh, the service, uh, between 5 and 7. And they're asking in lieu of flowers if there could be some donations made to, um, to the funeral home uh, to offset some of the costs. So keep, keep that in mind during this year. Um, Also, we want to uh, lift up uh, Ron Lutz, who is home uh, with a cold, and uh, praying for him to get better. Also, Connie Dunn is going to be having a surgery on December the 8th to replace the batteries in her pacemaker, and so please keep Connie Dunn in your prayers, um, looking for peace uh, in that now, are there any other prayer concerns or praises that, that you have? Raise your hand. Oh. Um, this is a praise, and also um, it's kind of an announcement, too. But we are thankful for the response of our church family to the different projects, the SOS projects that we have done this year. We honored veterans and the pastor, middle school teachers and staff, the residents of Palmview, Interfaith Manor. And um, somebody asked us if we would explain a little bit about what we do or what we are. And basically we do, we have two purposes. One is to meet needs in God's name. And the other is to provide opportunities for our church family to come together in service. SOS stands for Step Out in Service. Because we have so many ideas, we don't expect every person to support every project. Just join us as you feel led. And we're just so thankful for everybody in our church. And and the response has been amazing. I think everybody in this church has a service heart. Our next service project is going to be Christmas caroling outside by the front steps. 
on Sunday, December 19th at 4 o'clock. So we want to come out and make a joyful noise for all the passers-by. And currently our planning group is Dawn, Donna, Janice, Joanna, and myself, but we welcome anybody of any age to join us. Let us know if you're interested, and thank you for being such a generous con- congregation. Well, thank you for all the help that the, that group has has uh, been and, and done. It's been awesome. Any other prayer concerns or, or praises that you have? I do want to thank those who came out yesterday to decorate our church. Uh, it it looks it looks wonderful. Any others? Um, keep our neighbors dismissed in your prayers. They have a handicapped son that lives with them. He fell and broke his leg in three places, so it's quite a hardship. Um, just keep the Smiths in your prayers. Okay. Any? I just want to lift up prayers for all the people who are hunting at this time. Hmm. Yeah, we, we are lifting up concerns for those. Do we want to pray for the deer, too, that they hide from them or whatever they're... Oh, I have some hunters that are out in the woods, so... <laughs> I, I, I know, I'm just praying for just all God's creation. Keep everybody safe. Everyone. <laughs> I'm not sure how that... Well, we're praying for the hunters to be safe. Um, and I, I want to introduce uh, two people to you uh, they didn't know I was going to do this. Uh, Kevin and Nisi, uh, they're, they're my guests and they're our guests. Uh, they're staying over in the parsonage. Um, wonderful couple. Uh, they know the Lord. Um, Nisi has a wonderful heart, uh, and we're trying to help to get them housing. And so uh, hopefully tomorrow we'll be going to Reading and, and trying to find you housing. And, and so welcome. They've, they've, uh, they're both on disability and both, they both love the Lord. And uh, it's a struggle. But we're glad that you are here and you're part of our guest. Thank you. And uh, they're, um, they're, they're, they're really wonderful. Um, so... Glad you're here. Thank you. And and uh, Nisi, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna embarrass you a little, one more time, <laughs> but you look absolutely beautiful today because I know that you went out and got a dress for church. Yep. Yep. So that you could be here, and so. Thank you, Brian. Yep. Any other concerns or, or praises that we have? Yes, ma'am. From Zoom, uh, Jim Rothline just asks for prayers that he's in need of companionship right now, so please remember him, as well as all the others who are still struggling um, with COVID and and getting friendship and companionship at this time. And also from Amanda Straup, she asked for prayer for a friend of her co-worker, um, Nikki. She passed away last night from COVID, so prayers for family and friends. Okay, well, we... We'll be praying for Jim. We're we're praying for you, and we're lift, lifting up the family. The, you said Mickey. Hi, Nikki. 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 Thank you. That that family as well. Okay. Any others? Then let's go to the Lord in prayer. Gracious Lord, we begin this season again of Advent, 
And Lord, for some reason, we get so stressed about it. And yet, it's a time of celebration that we celebrate the birth of your son. And Lord, so calm our hearts. This, we get so frustrated or anxious about this holiday, which really has nothing to do with us and everything to do with you. And so, Lord, help us to look beyond ourselves and help others to look not just at our wants, but, Lord, praise you for the needs that you provide us. And, Lord, to, to not stress. Lord, it's so easy to get caught up, but when we are quiet, when we're at rest, we know that it really is about you and that you've already given us the greatest gift, and that is life, the forgiveness of our sins, so that we are now children of God. That is the greatest gift. So, Lord, we praise you. And, Lord, we, hear, we want you to hear the concerns that are going on in our lives. Those that are, those that are sick, we pray for recovery. We pray for peace for those who are coming up on surgeries and procedures, <clears throat> praying that you will watch over them. Lord, we lift up Ethel this day in the loss of Keith. And Lord, for those who have lost loved ones this week, Lord, we just lift them up before you. Lord, for those that are out, whether traveling with family or even out hunting, Lord, we pray for your protection to watch over them. Lord, we pray that you put people in our lives that we can, that we can talk to, that we can be with. Lord, we thank you for new friends. And in all things, Lord, we just praise you for life, for your Son, Jesus Christ, for the power of the Holy Spirit. God, you are awesome. So, Lord, hear our prayers. Hear our praises. Lord, for all that you've done, we are truly blessed. We pray all of this in Christ's most holy name. Amen.
Our scripture reading is from the first chapter of Luke, beginning at verse 5. When Herod was king of Judea, 
there was a Jewish priest named Zechariah. He was a member of the priestly order of Abijah, and his wife Elizabeth was also from the priestly line of Aaron. Zechariah and Elizabeth were righteous in God's eyes, careful to obey all the Lord's commandments and regulations. They had no children because Elizabeth was unable to conceive, and they were very, both very old. One day, Zechariah was serving God in the temple, for his order was on duty that week. As was the custom of the priests, he was chosen by lot to enter the sanctuary of the Lord and burn incense. While the incense was being burned, a great crowd stood outside praying. While Zechariah was in the sanctuary, an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing to the right of the incense altar. Zechariah was shaken and overwhelmed with fear when he saw him. But the angel said, Don't be afraid, Zechariah. God has heard your prayer. Your wife, Elizabeth, will give you a son, and you are to name him John. You will have great joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the eyes of the Lord. He must never touch wine or other alcoholic drinks. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before his birth, and he will turn many Israelites to the Lord their God. He will be a man with the spirit and power of Elijah. He will prepare the people for the coming of the Lord. He will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children, and he will cause those who are rebellious to accept the wisdom of the godly. Zechariah said to the angel, How can I be sure this will happen? I am an old man now, and my wife is also well along in years. Then the angel said, I am Gabriel. I stand in the very presence of God. It was he who sent me to bring you this good news. But now, since you didn't believe what I said, you will be silent and unable to speak until the child is born. For my words will certainly be fulfilled at the proper time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah to come out of the sanctuary, wondering why he was taking so long. When he finally did come out, He could not speak to them. Then they realized from his gestures and his silence that he must have seen a vision in the sanctuary. When Zechariah's week of service in the temple was over, he returned home. Soon afterward, his wife, Elizabeth, became pregnant and went into seclusion for five months. How kind the Lord is, she exclaimed. He has taken away my disgrace of having no children. Excuse me. <clears throat> so what we're going to be looking over <clears throat> this time of, of Advent is looking how the birth of Jesus was good news to everyone and looking how it, it changed people's lives and to look at that and, and 
that this is a great joy and it was for all people. And so now we're looking at Zechariah and Elizabeth. Now, before everything starts with Jesus, you had to start with John the Baptist and the story of how this came about. And so, this is another miraculous birth. Here is Zechariah and Elizabeth, and they're very, very uh, righteous. They're very, um, they're both in the Levitical, Levitical class. Zechariah uh, is a priest. Elizabeth is a daughter of Aaron. They're righteous. They're blameless with God. They're just an incredible people. We would think of them as saints. And so the only problem was is that Elizabeth didn't have a child. And for some reason in that time, if you didn't have children, you were kind of not thought of. Uh, you were more, it was more of a disgrace. Maybe God is punishing you for some reason. And so they were, they struggled. And they always prayed. They prayed for children. But they also knew that it was actually too late, and so they were just going to live with this. But yet that didn't stop them from being righteous. They didn't stop them from not doing what God wanted them to do. They still did it. Even though God didn't answer their prayer at that time or they thought it was too late, they still obeyed. They still followed. And so in this situation, Elizabeth was just, uh, she was hurting. They knew the pain that was, was there and they, they even thought around their neighbors. Think about their neighbors, how they treated them a little bit differently because you don't have children. It was kind of sad. So these people who had been faithful all of their lives finally get a message. And so, as you know, the story goes, Zechariah goes into the temple. Now, you need to understand this that at this approximate time, there's about 18,000 priests working in the temple. They worked in shifts. So about twice a year, Zechariah would go into the temple. And according to commentaries, he would only have one time to be able to go into the Holy of Holies to light the incense. And so this was a special time. It was just him inside. And so this incense offering was a prayer offering. This is why all the people were standing outside. Maybe God would do something or there would be some vision. And so they, they waited patiently for Zechariah. And so during this time, an angel appeared to Zechariah. And he, and he gave this great news. Zechariah you're going to be a dad. Your wife is going to have a son. And there's going to be joy and gladness. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be wonderful. And Zechariah, who has prayed for this, says, what are you talking about? I'm old. 
My wife's old. Who do you think you are? Sometimes I, I feel that we're like that with God. We pray, God, help me, help me, help me. And then God helps us and we go, are you, really? This is what, it, we, we either don't look at the blessing or we don't receive it well. And Zechariah, his entire life had been praying for a child. And knowing that as they were getting older, it was going to go unanswered, and so he really was at disbelief. But I want to bring up another story, Genesis 18, 11 through 14. Abraham and Sarah were both very old by this time. Sarah was long past the age of having children. She laughed silently to herself and said, How could a worn-out woman like me enjoy such pleasure, especially when my master, my husband, is also so old. Then the Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh? Why did she say, can an old woman like me have a baby? Is anything too hard for the Lord? No. no. Amen. Wow, that was, that was really good. You're, you're training them, them right. When I return this time next year, Sarah will have a son. The same thing happened to Hannah. Remember Hannah? She was the one, one of the wives who didn't have children. And the other wife always gave her trouble about it. And then God said to Hannah, you're going to have a son. And his name is going to be Samuel. But what the wonderful thing was, it wasn't just, Zechariah, you're going to have a child. Zechariah, you're going to have John. And John's going to be this wonderful person who's going to go out and he's going to spread the word that my son, well, that Christ is coming. You are going to have a child who's going to be part of this plan of God's salvation. He's an important part of this. He's going to be filled with the Holy Spirit. He's going to help people turn to the Lord. He will be the next Elijah. So Zechariah and Elizabeth got a glimpse of the coming of the Lord. They knew it was coming. And their son was going to be a part of this. Going out before the Lord, telling about someone greater coming. They were given a glimpse. And it wasn't, they weren't young, they weren't rich, they weren't powerful. They were just an old couple who were childless. Always wanting a child but never having one. This is who, who is, Elizabeth is going to bear a son now. This is who God picked. And I loved how, when he, when going back to Zechariah, after, after the Lord, the angel was standing there, 
And he says, how, how can this happen? And I love how angel, what Gabriel said. Did you get that part? I'm Gabriel. I stand in the very presence of God. It was he who sent me to bring you the good news. Now, first of all, how, how many of us have seen an angel? A, a real angel. I mean, there are angels among us. But here is Gabriel himself bringing the good news. You were afraid. Now he's telling you your prayers are going to be answered. And all you can do is go, I, I, I don't understand. We're both old now. It's too much. And then what happens to Gabriel? Zechariah. Gabriel says, but since you didn't believe what I said, you will be silent and unable to speak until the child is born, for my words will certainly be fulfilled at the proper time. So from the time that Elizabeth gets pregnant until John is born, Zechariah is quiet. People were waiting for Zechariah to come out, and they were wondering what happened. And when he came out, he couldn't speak. They knew something had happened. He saw something. So when his service went home, he, he went home and they had a child. Now, here's the wonderful thing about two people hearing the good news that they're going to get pregnant. You have Zechariah who says, no way. Not going to happen. I'm too old. She's old, not going to happen. What does Elizabeth do? This is what she says. How kind the Lord is. He has taken away my disgrace of having no children. As old as Elizabeth was, she was going, wow, the, look what the Lord has done. How many of you would be excited right now to have a, another child? Well, you're going to have to talk to God about that one. I'm not really sure how that one, how that's going to work. Uh, two different, two different responses. However, Zechariah does come to know that he's been blessed, and he's he is excited, and his wife's excited. But I understand how this boy, John. If you, I'm not going to, I don't want to get into a political thing here, but this is why I'm very pro-life. The Holy Spirit is in John before he's born, in the womb. This is why, as we get to the story, when Elizabeth meets Mary, what does John do in the womb? He jumps for joy. A wonderful story of what the Lord has done. And so, what we need to look at is that no matter what stage of life that we're in, the birth of Jesus is still the good news. And we need to share that. And we don't want to forget that.
Kathy and I, well, I always have to bring Kathy in at some point during the sermon because it's not fair, but this is actually a, a good thing. We were going in the car on Thursday night. Um, we were uh, checking something out up the church, and I said, are, are you ready to go, get ready to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning to go Black Friday shopping? And we laughed and we laughed and we laughed because there was a time where kind of had to do that. And it dawned on us that we have been blessed. And so, and it's not just, not just stuff, we, that we actually have the peace and the hope and the love and the joy. I'm going, I'm, I'm switching back from doing grace and peace in my sermon, uh, on my cards to actually blessings in Christ because I realize when I'm saying blessings in Christ, I'm, I'm asking for those to have the blessings of hope, of peace, of love, of joy, because understand, no matter what you're going through, if you don't have the peace and the joy and the love and the hope of God, how can you get through life? dawned on me when I was sitting down talking to Kevin and Nisi to hear their stories. It's incredible stories. And yet, Nisi tells me that the Lord's going to take care of them. Amen? There was never any doubt that the Lord's gonna that the Lord has you. And I know exactly what you have, and that's not a lot. And yet you have an incredible peace, love, hope, and joy in God. See, that's why I, I wish more people had what you have uh, during this time. See, everyone's rushing about getting this and that, and we need to understand that this is about God, and if we don't have that hope, peace, and joy, and love, guess what? All those, I I remember the toys I I would want, and I know about the the iPhone that comes out, because here's the thing, and the last time I'm ever going to talk about an iPhone, well, the iPhone iPhone 13, they're already talking about the iPhone 14, and I'm thinking, well, should I wait until the 14 or just keep? But here's the thing. Whatever I get that's a material like this, two or three years, it's going to fade. We get a new car, and we're, we're really excited about the new car, but then what happens? It gets old. It gets in an accident. It breaks down. We get into a house and we think we're going to stay in that forever and then it, we go on to be with the Lord and then that house goes to someone else. We come back thinking that at this time of Christmas what we truly, truly need is the hope, the peace, the love and the joy of Christ. Amen? Let's pray. Gracious Lord, 
we see what Zechariah and Elizabeth did when they heard the the good news. And yes, sometimes we're stunned by it. Sometimes we we don't want to believe. And other times we are falling on our knees praising you. So Lord, please, we ask that you calm our hearts. That as we're praying for healing for those who are sick, we also are praying for spiritual healing because Lord, we need you. Because when everything is over, we still have you and you have us. And that is sufficient. That is a blessing. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. So my hope today as I started this was not to get you down about Christmas. This is a joyful time. We're actually now getting to to hear Christmas music and and Christmas movies, and, and we're excited and all of this. But I don't want you to get that you don't have fun. It used to be, uh, working in the church, I, oh. So I'm, I'm going to just talk to my, my organist over here. She hates it when I do this. And she's hiding behind the, the manger anyway. Um, some of the stressful times, usually, is Christmas and Easter, right? So for... For those who work in a church, that's usually the most stressful times because we've got to get everything so right and we've got, we got to do this and we've got to do that and it's draining and then we forget to actually celebrate. So, I'm celebrating now and every day. Why do I get worked up about it? Should you get worked up about Christmas? No. This is a joyful time. You should be, every single one of you should be having a smile on your face going, it's Christmas. It's the joy. And it's the joy when you see the children. Uh, when, especially when they sit on Santa's lap and get a, in a picture. That's really a cute picture of you. Uh, your boys. Did you think it was a good picture? Yes? Okay. Because it was. See the, see the innocence. That's what I, that's, sometimes I go, I want that innocent back, and yet God gives us that innocence now. So I want Christmas, this season, to be joyful for you because of what Christ has done and to really celebrate his birth. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Gracious Lord, This Christmas, this season is about you. Help us to testify to that. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.
Gracious Lord, as we leave here today, let there be joy in our hearts, the hope in you, the peace and the love, so that we can testify to others about you. Help us to testify in Christ's name. And all of God's people said, Amen. Thank you.